All right, here we are with Savage Worlds Ravenloft. Ravenloft reincarnated. The Conspiracy at Kresik, Season 1, Episode 5. I am Devin, the G Game Master. It's a Game Master for Savage Worlds. I looked it up. Uh, and we are in March 2018. To my left, we have X playing Y. Tyler playing Phineas Grossbottom. Kevin playing Asher. And Peter Jack Angus. So, gang, let's recap what happened last session. Wolves. Wolves happen. Well, wolves that climb walls. <laughs> Not at the start, though. First, I mean, we uh, headed out on our big caravan expedition. Uh, we made our way up the Svalich Road to Valakai, which was a metropolitan city, the likes of which some of us have not seen before. Mm -hmm. uh, and there we all made friends. Mostly mute. <laughs> no, she's not a friend. She's more like a throwaway NPC. It's fine. Even, <laughs> even though she was the most uh, useful of them all. Yeah, uh, other than vegetarian elf, you know. <laughs> but uh, you met a drunk. I did. Yeah. And he's probably dead now in an alley. Yeah. I mean, if you drew that your love interest card... It's gonna romance everyone. Yeah, and I befriended the elven bookseller, Sambai, and we all had a nice dinner with him. We played Find the Vegan. Yeah. And then you uh, encountered the young lady in thrall of the cult of the Tooth Fairy and had a nice little conversation with her. Teeth, teeth, teeth. And we left a bit wealthier and a bit more world-wearing. And... Yeah, we also found out that... Uh, before us, there had been a well-dressed man with nice teeth, teeth who came by, right. who was also looking for the monastery. Uh, we reasoned it was probably Gerard de Lisnia. His sister also passed through, looking for him. Yep. Yeah, and just shortly afterwards. It was funny, they're both looking for each other in the exact same monastery. That's nice of them. And Hopefully then after... They'll... Sorry, go ahead. No. Hopefully they'll find each other. And then after that, we headed out, split up with the caravan, and were attacked by wolves in a dilapidated barn silo area. And one of us turned out to be a pyromaniac and set them all on fire. Yeah, that went pretty well for our first combat. Mm -hmm. Yeah, although it was, uh, was on the razor wire of if the wolves had bit any of us, it could have gone very, very poorly. You could have developed a werewolf after that. <laughs> Might have been a step up. Maybe just rabies. Yeah, maybe just rabies. You'd be like, oh god, he's turning into a werewolf. He's frothing at the mouth. And it's like, no. Okay, it's just yeah. rabies. Well, we don't have a cure for that, so I guess we gotta put him down. With modern medicine. But, uh, yeah, that was last session. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, after you guys uh, were dealt with the wolves... You uh, packed up your stuff, continued down the old Svelich Road, and ended up at the monastery. There were a few more days to your trek that we're going to gloss over, because the most important part was the town and the wolves. Mm -hmm. So we open on a foggy, misty morning, where you've ascended the to the summit of this part of the mountain. I believe it's the Dread Pass or the Valenox, I'm not sure, because fucking Barovia, man. I think the map has been swept to the site. Yeah, it gets swept away. But, there it is. Um, just up this kind of winding um, path is a very old fortress sitting on the edge of this particular plateau that looks down into the um, old... That, that actually looks across the river uh, to Castle Ravenloft. Hmm. Which, 
Cutting away from this vista you're currently looking at of this old monastery, you look to Castle Ravenloft, where even though it is morning, dark clouds hang overhead, and a, a fine mist of black-winged creatures hang around it as it stoops on the edge of the cliffside like a loathsome, waiting gargoyle made of black <coughs> devil stone. You know, where Strahd lives. We don't go there. No, let's let's not go there. No. There's a whole adventure about going there. Doesn't usually end well. We have literally no reason to go there, so we'll <laughs> refrain. I mean, unless you yeah. find some power armor around here with the plus 14 toughness. Oh Maybe. God, right? <laughs> if only Doomerine was here. If only the Doomslayer was here. <laughs> We'd not put up with this shit. <laughs> yeah, the monastery is an old fort. Uh, looks like it's two levels, and it has like a large keep slash watchtower in the middle. Uh, but it looks kind of like it's been refurb like since its its inception it was refurbished into a mansion, and now it's used as a monastery. Hmm. So what all are we hoping to accomplish here? I mean, it's important because it's been singled out to us through the, I mean, our contacts with the Nether Beyond and the Mothman and whatever. We know that this is an important place to be and to check out. We're looking for Gerard de Lisnia because we believe that he's connected to what's going on in the mine. Mm -hmm. And we have reason to think that he came this way. Mm -hmm. It was pointed out to us that maybe his sister might be here. And she might be allergic to something? So... To silver, something by the garlic. Yeah, we think she's a vampire. But if we knock on the door, we're probably not gonna gonna open with that. I mean, we could just say we're looking for her, or him, or both. For the Delisnius. Okay. And I mean, they're a monastery. They're not gonna turn us away. Sanctuary and all that, you know. Sure. And then let's. I mean, assuming say that we we find them, we like we knock on the door and there's Gerard there. Where do we go from there? Well, they're specifically tied to that music sheet we were looking for, so uh, I guess we asked them about that, which uh, okay. we have tucked away on us. Thankfully, not on you. That or maybe just <laughs> yeah. Or maybe just <clears throat> question about what's about the mine. Can we can we be that direct? I'm pretty sure we can be that direct. Okay. All right. Well, I guess we'll knock on the door. The large uh, door, like you have to go up the path and stuff, yeah. and as you go up, there's like um, strong boxes at the, the kind of the top, like large kind of almost uh, potato crates that would like keep produce and stuff good, so people could deliver goods and services yeah. to the monks up here. Um, there's also like bags and other like storage areas around here buried in the permafrost that have like old like vegetables in them. Uh, and as you approach the keep. The uh, double doors are open and covered in snow. Like, snow has swept its way inside. Ah, oh, shit. Is this <clears throat> normal for this time of year, or is this a sign that something terrible is happening? I don't think it's normal for any time of year to have your double doors open. With wolves? Around when it's snow, permafrost, up in the mountain. I mean, maybe someone just forgot the door. Let's, uh... <coughs> Wait, uh... Actually, those boxes, are they all full of shit that's just old? Yeah, some of it looks like it's gotten a bit bad. Mm. Cold cold isn't a miracle. It can't stop things from rotting forever. Oh yeah, I'm not searching for that. It's just like, that's a sign that this has been around for a while. 
So we're still trailing the donkey cart at this point. So we've got all of our supplies and stuff with us. Yep. We're taking the donkey in with him, with us if this is abandoned. Yeah. Ah, uh, yes. The food. The food. <laughs> Provisions. I guess I'll just push the door open a bit further. Alright. Are there um, any... No, could you... Said so maybe... Like, you're a tracker, right? Nebulously. Should you check out the area, see if anyone's been going in and out of here? I have, like, D4 survival. So do I. That's right. I thought you guys were, like, experts. Well, I got a four, so... Uh, it's exploded. No, that's on the D6, so... So you but it's a success. success. A success. So I guess I'll track for recent activity. None. It's all snowed over. Has it snowed recently? Oh, yeah. Okay, so I'm not going to know for sure if someone's already tracked up here. Everything's covered. But no one's been through today? No, no. Okay. Oh, I guess we're going to go in. Hmm. Weapons are there ready. So is this like a small keep? Like there's like a perimeter wall and then an open area? <coughs> yeah, the but the, the doors to the uh, keep are like open. open. Like they're not even yeah. like kept. They're not, they're not even like kept closed because it's just... Not and not even, not even priests would do that, or monks. I mean, even in a holy place, it's not safe to leave your doors open. Yep. Hmm. Space heaters make the perfect housewarming gift. I mean, they do. So is fire. Oh, uh, yeah, but I see you guys go through the gates just fine. And, uh, yeah. Head to the main doors. Yeah. Hmm. You just walk on in? Yep. Well, we knock. You knock on the large brass door knockers mm. that echo through the empty halls as the wind sweeps through and hear nothing. I guess we go in? Yep. Your feet crunch against the snow that's, that's swept on into the inside of the uh, monastery against the stone floor as you enter. There are no lights in here, and very few windows. How big is this hallway door? Five people across. Okay. We can bring the donkey in? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to name him Bartholomew, so that we can get nice and attached to him. Don't name your dinner. <laughs> well, there's no Menchie. Mm -hmm. Are there candles on the inside, like near the door? or? Uh, there are, like, like sconces and stuff for heat and whatnot, and for light and whatnot, but they're not lit. No oil on them? Like, they... Uh, long since burnt out. Okay, so can't just easily... Don't want to light all of them, just because... Obviously. Yeah. yeah. But we should definitely make some torches. Lanterns at the ready, at least. Lanterns. Yeah, we're not going to be burning them all through the night, so... Yeah, exactly. No, Once we, we find things we can actually light, we'll be fine. Okay. Yeah, this entrance hall is like a, you know, rectangular room where, like, people would come in and, you know, get, like, blessings and stuff, talk to the monks and whatnot, and then they would stay inside the keep. And the both sets of doors are just open and leads into a long hallway that used to be an old, like, feast hall, it looks like. And that spirals off into other parts of the old keep slash mansion. The tables look like the table itself is large and long and takes up most of this long hall. Uh, it looks like only like a part of it's ever used. The rest is just covered. 
um, like, the, like the end of it is only ever used for food because there's not a lot of monks that live here, by your observation. Um, there are bowls with like literally oatmeal left in it, just left out. Does it look like it's been abandoned for a long time? Or... Super moldy? Yeah, the oatmeal's moldy. Yeah. How are the animals? Do they seem like the one animal, your, your donkey? Well, there's also the jars of moths. Do the moths seem agitated? The, mo <laughs> the, the jar of moths you pick up and try to put around the room? Yeah, they're Shit. agitated. <laughs> they're <laughs> agitated. Are there signs of like a struggle or yeah. any? Huh. So uh, they just got up from their meager meals. Well, maybe your food struggle's coming by. It's weird that there's at once no struggle, but also no one's cleaned up. Hmm. They just disappeared. They whisk away in the middle of the food. Well, should we? We should be systematic if we're going to search through this place. Hmm. Um. So, how many exits are there from this this area? Did you say many? Like it spirals off into like a mansion estate. So You're kind of looking for sections. Search one area and then burn it down when we're done, so that we don't double back. Oh, Athena. Um, are there like signs of what they worshipped here at all? It's a monastery. So it might have just been one of those contemplations <coughs> rather than a religious yeah. dedicated one. Theo theologians. Theologians. Okay. Place of recluse. Yes, reclusive old men. Yeah, because if we knew what type of religion it was, we could probably kind of tell what the layout would be here. Not really, because the layout is based on the keep, and the keep is mm. was converted to a mansion. It's it's a living place that they they moved into. Well, it can't have been too big. Yeah. Why don't we try and find the living quarters? I'll unroll some parchment and start trying to sketch out a rough map. Like, by starting with the room that we're in. Living quarters, um, looks like the, uh, like, personal bedrooms of, like, the lords and stuff have been converted into, um, studies. And the servants' areas are where the monks live. So you go up and find, like, studies that are, like, full of books and writing for, like, copying stuff and whatnot. And no people, and then when you head down to where the servants' quarters would be, Downton Abbey style, uh, there's like 50 to 20 beds with monks in them. Oh. To backtrack to the books, I'm going to take some. Sure. Sure. Alright, so yeah, there's monks. we do reset of the card. So there's monks in the bed? Yeah, they're dead. Uh, How many? dead? Um, they're dead for a few weeks. From what? Who has medicine? I do. I who, do. who would like to roll medicine? I have a knowledge medicine. Six, eight, so erase. Natural causes. Natural causes. Seriously? They all just lay there and died? Yeah, just went, lay down their bed and died. When we say natural causes, are we talking old age or just natural? They Basically, just died. It means that there's no other signs of anything else happening to them. They don't have throats. They don't signal like they've poisoned themselves or vampire bites or anything like that. Hey, there's a plague. <coughs> Shit. Maybe they died of cold. There is no sign of plague. Pneumonia. Their bodies are all preserved by the cold. Uh, we should bury them. Should bury them. I suppose they'd have a graveyard around here. 
Yep, round back. I can set the robot to do that when we keep exploring. We don't have a lot of time. Don't we? Well, well, I mean, we we're not on a time limit here. I don't want to be here past afternoon. <laughs> Where are we going to go past the afternoon? Are we going to walk back into the night? And... I mean, this is probably the safest place if we have the round. Yeah, seriously. If they just died of natural causes, there's no immediate sign of, like, holy shit, we're in danger. Even though it's very uncomfortable being here with a bunch okay. of dead bodies. I'm deeply uneasy okay. with this plan. Let's explore the catacombs first. So in case we need to book it, we have at least a few hours of daylight. Okay. This was a manor. I don't know if they'd have uh, catacombs. Then, what do you call those? A basement. Basements. Yeah. Catacombs. Cellars. You're going to check out the cellars? Yes. All right. Well, if you guys head down into the cellars in the servants' <coughs> area, uh, these cellars are wine cellars. Cool. Like wine cellars for rich people and like a larder. But huh. there's nothing here. <laughs> oh, no. It's full of wine. Oh, Stacked good. to the ceiling of wine. Huh. Like hundreds of bottles. No, restrain I, yourself. I don't feel comfortable <laughs> stealing from the dead. Okay. Okay, are any markings that those belong to Strahd or the Vistani? They just belong to, like, whatever family used to live here. Okay. Age long. Stealing from dead monks, of all things, is, uh... Yeah. Eh. Even the worst things in the war. Okay. So... Asher just looks pointedly over at Jack for a moment before... <laughs> Yeah, what were you saying? We've looked through the living quarters. We've found the corpses, which we'll have to bury in the courtyard. What else do we have to look through? Here in the cellar, it leads further down into catacombs. Oh my. Is there anything else <coughs> upstairs? Uh, there's the studies, there's the library. There's an actual proper library. Like, the drawing room was also converted into a library. Well, I'd like to look through the library. I mean, sure. I don't want to steal from the dead. He's been stealing from the dead since he got here. <laughs> take, take, teeth, teeth, teeth. I mean, archaeology because it's for research. It's for, it's for science. Makes it different. Uh, so we'll go check out the library. Okay. So what information are you hoping to find here? Uh, I'm hoping to find any. <coughs> Regional Barovian history, particularly anything particular to that area where the massacre was. Um, the one where Strahd killed the Black Guard uh, on top of the land that was then later the massacre site for those elves. Uh, so anything related to that area, I'd like to find out about. I'd also like to see if they have just any tomes pertaining to the supernatural, specifically Legends of the Mothman. Man, how will we trade the cards? You can play Revelation and find all the information when we re available when we research. So we study everything or something. You want to swap these? I guess. Because you want to play this, right? You want this, don't you? It seems like your thing. Sure. So I'll, I'll play the action card Revelation. All right. So if there is information here pertaining to those subjects, I find it. Uh, okay, there is a revelation here. A revelation that you could not have possibly fucking figured out without that card. 
Okay, great. Going through the monk's information and notes and personal diaries and hidden information and stuff they didn't want people to know by like digging up like little floorboards and stones and finding more books, Mm -hmm. you realize that a Delisnia came to this monastery to lure in Strahd von Zarevich and murder him. And then when he did, Strahd von Zarevich came in, took control of the monk's minds with his dark demon sorcery, turned that Delisnia into a vampire and sealed him in the catacombs below. (laughs) No, 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 you, he knows about this. Not you, you illiterate drunk. And not you, Australian, which is just as bad as an illiterate drunk. Bah. We're gonna hold that liquor. You colony prisoner slave. But nothing about moths. <laughs> <laughs> no. Straw didn't just... Yeah, but when? Leo Delisnia is entombed down here. So maybe Gerard wasn't looking for Priscilla, and Priscilla wasn't looking for Gerard. What do you mean? Maybe they were both looking for Leo. What did you find, exactly? Are you going to explain that whole story? (laughs) When did this happen? Hundreds of years ago. Okay, so around Strahd II, something? Second or third. See what that sounds like? That sounds like heresy. That sounds like something we should burn. (laughs) It sounds like bad fan fiction the monks wrote, because they're crazy old men who drink on wine. He left the door open and then died to the elements. But. Oh, right, because this monastery has been written off the maps for hundreds of years. Yeah. Maybe for a reason. Uh, I will give you the deeply abridged Cliff's notes that there's a terrible, terrible monster buried beneath this place. Who is related to the Delisnias? <sighs> okay, do you think that alcohol in the cellars is found? Should we just drown it in the flame or something, the catacombs? I think Are it we... is more likely that his prison will be flammable than he will be flammable. Uh, we're basing this off the ramblings of a monk. <coughs> yeah. You find ramblings of several monks. From multiple monks. <laughs> I believe it. The question is, what were the other Delisnias doing here? Uh, seeing as they just passed through the city a while back and they're not here, I don't think they did anything here. I mean, they passed through this, this recently, so probably they figured out, oh, that old power of Leo's still here, maybe. But there's been no sign of anyone else being here recently, other than us. There's been no sign of anyone being here today, because we didn't find any tracks. And the monks have been dead for about a few weeks, so maybe that Leo got awoken about two weeks back and then used mind control powers to let them die. Let those monks die, right? What? I don't know. Wait, what? What, is, what is your theory? What? <laughs> that Leo the Disney got woken up and then used his powers to, I don't know, kill those monks. You know what this sounds like? This sounds like a really bad fairy tale. There's probably nothing in that basement. I mean, I've met fairies before. No, we didn't. It's not a thing. <laughs> uh, 
Goblins in the forest are far different from a fucking vampire up here, mind-controlling people into dying of natural causes. Hmm. If it goes along and take a silver piece and touch the skin, they start burning something like vampires. If you try to defile their corpses, what? Here, have some silver. <laughs> can you tell? Can you, like, autopsy these guys to figure out how long ago they died? About two weeks ago. I, I did do a medicine overlay, so... You found out that they died of natural causes and their bodies are well-preserved because of the cold. They died about two weeks ago. So the GM said. Okay. Hmm? But the monks died about two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's not creepy. Who killed the monks? Natural causes. <coughs> Look at them. Look at them laying there. They, they all just had heart attacks. Oh, I mean, that? they lived off gruel. It was probably a really shitty life, and they died of shitty living sta living standards. I mean, vampires are natural, right? <laughs> I don't see any sign of them being, like, like it's teeth yeah. marks, right? Yeah. Teeth? I don't see anything like that. But this monastery was supposed to have been abandoned. Was it? Nobody really went up here. There's signs of food being delivered. Right. So, mostly... Maybe we should go talk to the village. Which? Someone, any, someone nearby? Someone who would have been delivering food? The village of Ravenloft? Barovia. Barovia. That's the one. Castle Ravenloft, right? We, we aren't going to the village of uh, Barovia. That'd be a really, really bad idea. I've never even gone with a caravan there. People avoid it if they can. Hmm. Look, there's just gotta be guest quarters around here or something. Maybe we can see a sign of them there. Now let's keep searching. Well... I guess we should bury but this. Is, I guess we should bury the monks soon, in case they decide to rise up from the dead or have you. Is that a thing that just happened? People rising up from the dead as zombies? That doesn't seem no, like a thing. No. Okay. Sounds like drunk Australian talk. Let's just bury them in the graveyard up back, so they're not rotting in their beds for yeah. However long it takes for whoever delivered the food last time to find this. Okay. This is what the Morse code led us to, right? Um, the Mothman wouldn't send us here without a reason. <coughs> I mean, it's a talking moth, what do you expect? Maybe it just lured us into oh, sex, this place again. A parcel was delivered to the mailing address. Rather, you have a sister. The sister is at our mailing address. Bring silver, certified wood and garlic. And yeah, she's allergic to those things. Priscilla. I think we should go downstairs. Yeah. Where the danger is. Obviously. Obviously. We'll thoroughly explore the rest of upstairs first, though. You have found the silver bullet, such as it is. 
in the secret that you could have never possibly found. There's nothing else to explore up here. We'll go down with our stakes out. Oh boy. Put your silver on, man. Alright, so you guys decide to go to the catacombs? Yep, yep. we steal ourselves and head down. Alright. Let's change the soundtrack from this to something else. Not yet. <laughs> oh my. So yes, past the larder and the cellars, uh, eventually gives way to rougher, unhewn stone with pillars built up to support them, and staircases and winding steps that head down. It is pitch black. What do you got for light? Lanterns, I think. Where, where did they come from? You brought them with you? Yep. yep. Good. We came prepared. We've got a whole donkey in the cart. Alright, where's that donkey staying? The donkey is staying back up in the main room. Although we are closing the doors. You're going to come back and it's going to be chewing on the monks. <laughs> Vampire well, The monks are in a different room. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god. Vampire donkey. Panicula all over again. Panicula. <laughs> Solid reference. But it's a it was like a, a young adult book for school. Oh, the Banicula. Jesus H Christ. Canadians. Yeah, got right? an animated show too. No, it didn't, Kevin. And a kids musical. <laughs> and the Academy oh, Award. <laughs> we so with them. your lanterns, you head down away from the monastery deeper. Uh, the catacombs are full of dead monks. Like, not recently dead monks, just this is where they store their dead. Oh, should maybe one catacomb. person be holding a torch just in case we need to light something on fire? Like a uh, spider's nest? Right. Yeah. Yeah, I'll hold the torch <laughs> up front. Okay. Yeah, it's a catacomb, guys. Where do you think monks bury their dead? In rock. Mm, makes huh. sense. Well, that makes it easier than lugging them outside. Yeah, if we find a good spot. Yeah, there are slots in the wall where monks are buried. Oh, yeah. I mean, if there are, like, bodies just lying there, take a little bit of silver, rub it against them to make sure that something... Well, okay. You're, Australians you're... have strange customs. I mean, we got <laughs> the tip off that they're... Oh, yeah, you just rub some silver against a monk for good luck. <laughs> silver, silver. I mean, we got the tip off that some things here are allergic to silver, so... If I see some allergic reaction... <laughs> I'm not going to complain about this, because at least he's not staking each one as we go by. <laughs> See, you need to stake them, then cut their head off, then bury them face down. With the wafers crossroads. in their mouths. Yeah. As far as being disrespectful to corpses goes, rubbing silver against them is kind of the least way to do it, so I'm fine. He he's not checking their fillings. Yeah, actually. Check whether their nails have grown since they've been dead. And so oh yeah, so. definitely. They all have grown since they've been dead. Of course. And their hair. I mean, all deads do that. Yeah, all deads do that. Yeah. Medicine. <laughs> you continue on down. Eventually, this gives way to large mausoleum halls, uh, people entombed in stone sarcophagi. Um, there's a lot of knocked over and broken stone here. Like, parts of the ceiling have given way, parts of the supports have, got, have broken. Okay. This place is kind of on the verge of collapse, or it's just been like this for a long time, and no one's going to... This looks recent, within the last few years. Hmm. 
Mm. Like attempts were made to sweep it up and like clear it away, but it looks like more have been breaking. All over or only really along one kind of corridor? Uh, there's like a fissure that you can start to see. Like as you go, <coughs> you're looking at the aftershock, but as you head deeper down, eventually there's like part of the the, the, the mausoleum that like gave way when uh, when an aftershock went through and like collapsed, revealing like more behind it. And there's like a, you can actually see a fissure tracing along the lines that is like a couple feet wide. Like a fault line. Like someone with all the time in the world smashing into the ground. Saw a lot of these in the uh, older parts of the mine. So just kind of watch your step. Don't lean against anything. He explains to the engineer. (laughs) (laughs) I mean. But yeah, um, once you cross the fissure and go into the part that was revealed by the damage, um, there is a small room um, that looks like it was actually hewn and carved and like actually properly put together. And there is a stone sarcophagi in the middle that's been crushed by ceiling. Um, and there's a woman lined up next to it. Lying next to it? Like she has her back up next to the sarcophagi and she's up next to it. <sighs> oh, I just look like a punk. She looks injured. Oh, does she look dead? She looks injured. How far away is she? Like five, ten feet. Okay, well, I go. I go towards her like a medic. If she looks injured and still alive. Uh, looks like she has a broken arm. She's set, she set with a splint. Uh, Stomach wound. Looks like a bit of wood and stone uh, hit her. Uh, and she's just kind of lined up against it. Breathing shallowly. Unconscious. Oh. She's still alive. We need to get her out of here. So if I take her, I do my medicine stuff on her. Because I've got a code of honor here to uphold. To protect mm-hmm. people. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, we should probably get her out of here. Up to one of the rooms, maybe. Yeah. Should you tend to her first? I mean, what is the proper medical procedure here? I mean, she does look already tended to. I mean, her leg has been set, so someone has helped her. I guess she just hobbled back here. Should we go make her a stretcher? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, all right. I'll try and find a plank of wood yeah, or something. You can get her out of here. Uh, when you guys move her and like get a look at the damage in the room, yeah. uh, when the ceiling hit the sarcophagus, it like. The part that was crushed isn't under the ceiling. That part of the floor <coughs> gave way and just fell down into the fissure. Oh my! There's like cave systems down there, and there's just like it looks like it's a it's a sheer drop. You want to throw a match or a glow stick down there, or whatever you have on you, it just disappears. Glow stick? What is this? Or like a rock? Like it never you never hear it hit. Mm. Huh. Yeah, we should really get out of here. Okay. Like, you have your lanterns, and it's all, you know, grave encounters, spooky down here. And when you put your lanterns on the dark, the dark itself is so thick and acrid that it almost seems to be pouring out of the fissure. Not supernaturally. It's just that dark down there. The light does nothing. Is the sarcophagus marked? Uh, there are markings on the parts that survived. Just monk stuff. Monk stuff? Yeah. Nothing special. Looks like it was a monk sarcophagus. Okay. But do you investigate the parts of the lid that survive? Well, I'm going to make some rubbings and symbols. You don't have to make some rubbings, because when you look at the inside of the lid, 
deep, long, frantic scratch marks. scratch marks. This is a solid stone lid. It's made of marble. Deep, deep scratch marks, like an inch or two. That's reassuring. <laughs> but what is? Oh, like, is that you lantern it? over to the lid. <laughs> like, what? I, I only imagine scenes like, well, that's reassuring. You're like, what? And he, like, lanterns over to the inside of the lid. Yeah. And there's, like, oh. brown, rusty, like, markings on the inside of the uh, scratches, too. And you're like, oh, no. Do, uh, do monks do live burial? Is that a, is that a fucking thing? Never spend much time in a monastery, but I'm mean, gonna guess no. That's hard stone. I don't think even live burial will be able to carve that deep in. Maybe it's a knife. Maybe it was designed yeah. that way. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> it was a knife. Well, let's let's get her out of here. Yeah, let's let's do that. This uh, this crevice is kind of giving me uh, dream flashbacks. Being around it is chilling. I mean, this winter. Like a piano so. made of frozen yeah. Windex. Damn. That's not how it works. Okay, we take her out. <laughs> Alright, you get her out into the monastery proper and don't encounter anything horrifying down here this time. Huzzah! Woo! Whoa, whoa, no, not yet. <laughs> she attacks. Yes. You guys get to the monastery, or like up back yep. proper, and uh, get your person to a bed that isn't covered in dead monks. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, the woman you rescued is probably in her early 20s, late teens. She has slight um, delicate features that kind of pops into your head, but um, silver hair, um, she's toned. And her gear is super deadly looking. Like, she's wearing armor that has been reinforced with, like, um, different, like, composite materials that have, like, flex to them. Almost like, you know how lobsters and crabs, in between their yep. claws, there's that kind of membrane? Mm -hmm. uh, the leather armor she has has that kind of membrane in between it. So boiled leather. Yeah. Uh, there's a rapier that's on her, and the rapier itself is notched kind of like a gear when you take it, if you take it out of its sheath and take a poke. Um, and the inside of the flanges have, like, poison runnels. Uh, she has a flintlock on her and a, and a sawed-off rifle. So she's a professional murderer. Uh, a lot of climbing gear. There's, uh, holy symbols to the Morning Lord and to Ezra and to the Eternal Order, uh, that have been made in silver but reinforced with brass and have been cut and sharpened. So, like, if you were to drive this into someone's face, it would actually slice into the bone. Does the word paladin exist? Like, is that an actual thing? No. No. A holy warrior? Crusader? A crusader. A zealot? Crusader. Suicidal. That's the, that's the immediate word that comes to mind for uh, like She looks like a crusader. Yeah. The, the kit she has with her, which is, like, reinforced, it has, like, soft inserts, has, like, uh, bottles and vials of stuff. <sighs> Some of it gives off palpable light. Ooh. Yeah, this. I don't know if this is a Dizzlisnia. This looks like a 
Like, oh, she's definitely Delisnia. Oh, All really? of her gear has the uh, symbol on really? it. Really? Are they? She's covered in this stuff. Like her armor, her weaponry, her her everything has been marked. Huh. But she has a tattoo going from her, like, jawbone all the way down her neck. And you realize that her neck, like, part of her armor has, like, van braces, but underneath there's tattoo and, like, um, what are they called? Scarification work to, like, have, like, 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 piercings put in that look silvered. <laughs> For neck lights. Jeez. Someone's hardcore. Serious business. Well, are you gonna heal her? Yeah. Glad to do my medicine on her. No. Uh, yeah. Do medicine and see what you got on hand. So that's a six. Yeah, you're good. Uh, you're able to basically fix... It looks like she was hurt by climbing, like, like by the cave-in, basically. Like, not that cave-in, but the cave-ins that have been affecting you down there. Hmm. Uh, so yeah, you set and she'll probably wake up soonish. Yeah. It gives us a bit of time to, uh, put the monks into their eternal rest. Yep. Yeah, you're gonna be here for the night. Oh yeah, we're not fucking leaving in the night. No. Let's go back down the mountain and through the forest. I guess I check whether they've stocked up on some chopped wood for putting some fire somewhere. Yeah, place is well tended and well stocked. Perfect. So yeah, you guys will spend the afternoon to evening to nightfall burying monks. Where do you bury them? In the catacomb with the rest. Yeah, there's Where plenty of room. Asher does a little Ezra prayer he knows. He's not really a priest, but it's like the best we've kind of got right now. So he's just like, yeah, I'll do a prayer for them and lay them down. Uh, you being an alchemist and you being a doctor, a lot of the equipment she has on her are, um, what's the term? Uh, meth. Meth? Like, like methamphetamines. Jeez. That's nice. Everyone was on meth back in the day. It would be rude of her not to share. I'm sure if she was Like awake. pure strain methamphetamines and stimulants. Jeez. There's even a bundle of like, like you recognize it as coffee, but you guys recognize it as, you know, imports from Harakir. Well, she's kind of high. Okay, well, since we're taking a, well, eating whatever for the ladder and we'll have you, I guess we'll pop a bottle of the expensive wine, or the old wine. So stay here for the night. Yeah, definitely don't want to sleep in the beds of the dead monks, but I'm sure there's other areas. Yeah, there's sleeping, there's <laughs> stuff in storage and stuff you can take out. This place used to be an estate. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Well, they just all packed it away. What else are they going to do with it? When you guys check out the storage room, because you guys are a bit, you know, you guys are naturally a little loony, uh, a lot of banners that are rolled up in banner cases and stuff, and like, like stuff in crates that have been just sealed away in like alcoves and eaves and awnings. Check them out. Yeah, it's worth seeing. Old Delisnia symbols on them. Huh. Like the old crests that you were finding around in old journals. This place must be fucking ancient. It has a view of Castle Ravenloft. It must have been important. Yep. So if we light the banner, maybe some help will come from Gondor. <laughs> Good lord. Explains why they came here, though. I mean, it's their old family estate. Maybe they had important things here. Yeah. It's possible. Which means it all belongs to her. The question is, what ties this to the mine? The mine? That is Nios. Yeah, they might have owned that, too. I mean, they seem rich. I mean, I owned it. Or should, but... Uh, 
before that, Lesnius kind of owned everything, so. They're one of the families. Mm-hmm. Nobles. Alright, sometime in the night, uh, if you guys stay up and alert, because, you know, wolves might show up. And also because we can't all sleep at the same time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. That's also wolves. Oh, that's... <coughs> they're, they're burying us. They're burying us. And we're probably too nice to borrow her meth. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to steal her drugs. Yeah. Let's just steal from the dead instead. Because the dead's can stab you back. Yeah, she'll eventually just wake up. Okay. So, who is on hand when she wakes up? I think we're all sharing general quarters, just because it would be super dangerous not to. Yeah. I mean, um, there are claw marks down there. Even if Asher's not going to comment on, like, clearly it was a monster, he's going to be like, yeah, let's all share <coughs> quarters. Gloss over that. Just in case. Uh, yeah. Then, Dr. Man, you can observe that she's clearly awake, but staying... Sleeping, like staying, playing possum. Mm-hmm. This never ends <laughs> so okay, so I just like clean my rifle. Like, well, I can see you're awake. Don't worry, we're not here to hurt you or anything. You're putting that thought into her head. Cool. <laughs> are you talking? Honest. Why are you talking to her? What? She gets up. Oh, she just she just gets up out of the, onto the bed. Yeah. Jack, nice to meet you. Okay, Jack, Asher, Phineas, Phineas Grossbaum. Why are you here? We are. He- We're looking for the Delisnius. Why? A Mothman told us that it would be important in a dream. <laughs> Asher just kind of puts a big hand oh. over his face. Is there stuff in this room? Probably. Like, the guns? Yes. <laughs> I'm pretty sure all our equipment is in the same room. Is the donkey here? <laughs> just, just making sure that the guns are nearby. Yes. I mean... Yeah, we didn't put her stuff in another room. because yeah. Her stuff is with her. Oh, like, like within... I think so. Oh, okay, good. Within reach of her. All right. I mean, we didn't loot it, right? We just... Okay, that's your stuff. Here, put it on the dresser. She moves her hand to the dresser over the guns and grabs, um... Um, like, like just, like, one of her side pouches, basically, that was off of her armor. <coughs> Asher takes his hand away, far away from his axe and just kind of lifts it up <laughs> while the other is over... Like, as he's talking about Mothman, she's reaching her hand over the guns. <laughs> Yeah, that's great. That's a... It's a... a Mothman. Yeah, I mean, what's what's his name in the, in the stories? I don't know, you should have wrote it down. I should have wrote it down. <sighs> I don't have that PDF open anymore. We were looking for a Delisnia in connection to some sheets of music we found. What kind of music? It's weird. Uh, what was that word someone used once? Etheral. Ethereal. That's the one. Uh, Looked like it was punched? Yeah, yeah. What do you know about Girard? Uh, We know he was headed here as well, actually. Looking for you. What? No, I was looking for him. Yeah, that too, actually. We've heard mixed stories. 
Okay. We heard he might have been around. Why um, are you looking for Gerard? He's from Kresik. There's a mine there. Some traders told us that he might have been operating around the area. We're a little interested in the ownership of that mine. We thought that if he was there... What's the deal with that mine? You too? Wait, you've heard of it? Everyone's talking about it. Okay, what have you heard? Or do you want to hear what we've heard first? Because you're clearly armed and a superior combatant. (laughs) My brother took some of it, took his inheritance and went off on a fool's errand to Barovia. He said he was going to clear the family name. He found evidence in old journals that would lead to that. It's pointless, and it doesn't matter, and it's probably not true. The the Delizia has definitely assassinated Strahd I and his uh, sister and his brother and sister and entire family in Castle Ravenloft. That definitely happened. Yeah, we've been finding journal entries indicating that you've tried to kill a few of the uh, a few Strahds. I don't care. Yeah, that's fine. It's kind of just incidental. It's not important. Gerard got in his head that he could prove otherwise. It was his pet project, and when I got here looking for him after he stopped sending mail back, there's a mine in that pissant town that the people, that that the, the leadership there wants, and that some merchant, some grimy little merchants want. There, there's some other people who are interested in it. Gerard was interested in it. You people want it. Yeah, it's kind of mine. It is a mine. <laughs> that too. I'm just looking for Gerard. Why are you looking for him here? I followed the lead. Mm-hmm. Uh, where did you find this lead? I heard he was traveling through here from the last town I was in, the Lake Town. Yeah, that's where we heard it as well, actually. He stopped by there on his way here. I could have sworn we heard from someone else that he was searching for her, though. Yeah, that was probably either you guys were miscommunicated or I didn't phrase it properly. Ah, okay. Or we speculated. Maybe. But the order of operations is clear. Okay, what about this other relative of yours, uh, Leo? I don't know. I only have some of... Gerard's notes. Alright, we found some of his notes or something, stuff related to him in the mines proper. So it's kind of obvious he visited there. Uh, You mentioned the the music sheet before. What do you know about that? What do you know about it? Tell me your stuff first. Okay. um, I'm just going to reach into my pocket. I'm reaching for the sheets now. Is that fine? I don't think any of you except for that one have a firearm. Yeah, that's about right. She doesn't know your magic. <laughs> she doesn't know you have robots. I look completely non-threatening. Yeah, you have this nice toy here, the, you know, with the axe. Just in there. That's fine. He chops pull wood. out those he music chops wood for fires. Uh, you got that thing that can play it. You pack like everything on that donkey. I do not. No, you don't I have could... to play the music. Just tell me what you guys know from the mine. You're not supposed to play the music sheets. They're not music sheets. Like they are, but just tell me what you know about the mine. Uh, we found a crest down there, like a family Delisnian crest. The old crest? Yeah, the old one. Okay. 
it's possible that the laws of time don't always run correctly down there. That's something different. Wait, what about that watch? Did you take that watch? Did you... I don't know what you're talking about. Sit. <laughs> <laughs> so you'll admit to a Mothman creature, but you won't admit to taking a watch. Oh. One is illegal, one just means you're crazy. <laughs> and crime is illegal in Barovia. From her dress, I thought that she might be equally interested in the fringes of knowledge. I mean, she's a female adventurer. She's going to be fine with a little looting. <laughs> I am a gentleman, and I am not. Anyway, we found, like, shit down there. Just related to the old Delisnia name. Uh, documents... Um, he's just going to start taking out all our notes for this and just kind of laying them down. What do you know about the mine? There's stuff down there. Weird stuff. Yeah. Yeah, there is. Temporarily weird stuff. I think it's rather permanent. <laughs> uh, anything this? else? Squinting. You guys have the notes, or like some things. Where, like, As you're talking, she's gone to her pouch and taken out a bump of white powder. She's put on her gloved hand and is, uh, and snorts it up. We got some communications about the package being delivered here, right? Well, I think that was a code. What was it? <sighs> So nothing else strange? Like, define strange. Can you tell me? Did you take out those documents with your symbols and stuff about the Fey clearing? Well, I mean, I think we've been very forthcoming about some of our information. Maybe it's time that you reciprocated a bit, and then we can both advance forward together. I'm not sure if my information is relevant, so instead of talking about it, I'm just casting a net here about strange things. I uh, found my own corpse at the bottom of the mine. No, that's not it. Um, what would the guy down there be? We're not talking about Leo, are we? No. Because that's a little weird. We're not talking about Leo. Been doing any spelunking recently? Well, Where? In the river. Anywhere. At night. Maybe sleepwalking. Oh. Oh, ah, that's why you don't want to go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, we found that it's best to uh, sleep in shifts so that someone can rouse the others at any given time. Yeah, I found my own workaround to that. Is yeah. that sustainable, though? You tell me. Uh, no, it's <laughs> not. <laughs> Alright, so you've been having the same issue. What started So had Girard. And he went off alone. Yeah, the music notes are a map. It's in Braille. Blind people writing. A map to where? The caves. Wait, those actually can go somewhere? They 
go everywhere. In your so, dream, they go everywhere? I, I tried I going places. I don't know. This was Gerard's thing. He had all the information. He knows how it all connects together. Hmm. She, like, goes through one of her bags and pulls out bits of his diary and bits of his letters. He knew more about this. So, if Gerard wasn't here... No, Gerard was here. If he's not here now, and wasn't here when you were here, which is also now, where do you think he might have gone? What's next? He probably got lost in the caves. You sometimes don't wake up. That sounds about right. These two moved around when they were <coughs> sleeping. So... He, he might be... Did cool. they move, or did they just appear there because they were moving around in their dreams? What you happens know, to you in between? Do you know other people who have been lost in the caves? In the dream caves? I knew about a dozen or so when I got here. Who? And when did it start for them? She, she kind of just looks around the monastery you're in. The monks. Mm. And they're dead. I guess they never woke up. When did the dream start for you? After I got here, when I started investigating the mine first and found that uh, there's an acid pit down there, started hearing noises outside my uh, room I was staying in, and uh, couldn't couldn't get a couldn't get away from it since. Has someone been following you when you try to sleep? Something or something to that effect. That's what he means by uh, the Mothman. It's something that's been following us around. We, it's a Barovian legend. Interesting. Like a dread. Sorry? It's a Borkin thing. A rat or a mangy dog will portend your doom. Mm. That sounds made up. This thing is real. You've got some of the moths with us. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Very good. That sounds made up. This is real. Jesus Christ. Once I left this uh, hellhole and went home briefly to resupply, uh, it stopped. And then when you came back, into Barovia started again. Well, I guess that means that we can just leave Barovia if we want to stop this. That's a... But if there's a map to the caves, that means there's got to be a way out. We need to find Gerard or find out what happened to him. Yeah, I'm here looking for Gerard. I usually... This is sort of my uh, my profession. Give him a little trouble? Looking for your brother? Yes. Basically, yes, actually. Uh, you... <coughs> like one of those morning lord... Or what's the word they use in like fairy stories? A, a crusader. You're no. a knight... I'm uh, I'm a spelunker. Huh. So the holy gear is just for uh, just tools of the trade. Protection. I guess that makes sense. Werewolves and you'd be surprised how many people get lost and die in caves. Hmm. So you got to look for him in the caves, which involves sleeping. Seems like we might have better luck if we all slept. In shifts? No, if we sleep in shifts, we won't enter the caves to find him. If we all sleep, we could end up like the monks. 
Well, it's first we need to decode the map. Right. Do you know how to read blind person? I mean, you know what? It's a system. Yeah, it's we a can system. figure it out. out. Yeah. Okay. He wrote it on musical notes and had it uh, done on a, on a musician's printer. Yeah, we, we'll need certain tools. I mean, Might not if we have it here, then hey, there are adults here who can just work it out. I mean, I've heard, you know, how Braille works and so on. You've got a couple rows of dots, so we know how long of a pattern we're looking for. And now we have to translate that into language and then so on and so on. Yeah, it, it's, it's possible that with enough samples, we could decode the Braille and we could decode these messages specifically. She pulls out a uh, messenger case from her bag and rolls it over to you. Okay. It's like 30, 40 sheets in there. Uh, should we do it here, or should we head to town? What town, though? I mean, you've got food here, we've got some oh, fireplace. I mean, is, is there a reason we'd want to stay here? This is where Gerard went missing, so this is where he'd be. Yeah. Okay. I mean, there's no point in... Stay here, it is. There's no point in spending a week going through the tracks where the wolves are. We're already here. We've got a full ardor here for but however many monks we had here. Hmm. So um, I will head to Bartholomew and start pulling out my equipment. Yeah, she grabs her stuff and heads downstairs. Come along. <coughs> okay, let's go. They go to the dining room and she starts lifting stuff up and throwing it onto the floor to clear off that giant table. Okay. So that's a lot of sheets, you know. <laughs> you know, and like pots and pans and stuff, whatever was under the table, like candelabras and like old dining uh, ware. Cool. Just on the floor. Servants will get that. Okay. Alright, you guys sit down for a jam session. Knowledge languages? Uh, do you have that? Yes, because I'm a foreigner. Look at that, foreigner. <laughs> I have to take it high enough. You so wear the foreigner belt. And I take, have to take it like a D6 so I'd be able to like talk properly and not just... Bare minimum. And not talk like you do in real life. I'm gonna spend a penny to reroll. That's a five. Perfect. Uh, yeah, Success. you don't really need that many raises. Uh, you're able to pull through. <coughs> uh, you guys crunch the, the patterns together and you're able to figure out a system of directions now that you know you're looking in for like three dimensional like cave exploring. Cool. There's like symbols for like small like like chimneys and caverns. There's stuff for large areas, going up, climbing, danger, that sort of thing. Okay. It's pretty well mapped. It's for a large area. <coughs> okay. So I guess we translate that into some sketches. Actual map. Of, yeah. Hmm. So the question is, do we go there physically or do we have to sleep to get there? When uh, when we fell asleep, we woke up with everything around our beds, yeah? Yeah. You had your weapons and shit. So we sleep with whatever we need on us. So. Holding the map? Each holding a copy of the map? Yeah. And we'll all start in the same same area, I hope. So we don't waste yeah. time having to find each other while our... If we wake up those lanterns again. Did you have a lantern when you woke up? Like, dangling above you? Yeah. Yeah, all of us did, so mm. that gives us a time limit. I mean, we did see some cave system right around the crack where we found her. Yeah, that's so, like a real cave system, though. I mean, isn't it one of the same, perhaps? 
What, we just get transported underground every night? I mean, it did look like an underground place. We were specifically warned not to sleep. Yeah, well... But I kind of want to find out where this <laughs> rabbit hole goes, so yeah. I'm with your plan. <laughs> yeah. Probably it meant, you know, don't fall asleep without a fucking plan. Yeah. So... <laughs> So we'll trace out copies of the map for everyone. Okay. Okay. Given how exhausted we all are, it's probably not going to be that hard to fall asleep. Just don't eat that cocaine. <laughs> well, so let's barricade the door. Yes. If we if we pick one room, like the master bedroom, and just fortify that, it's one defensible position. Exactly. Yeah. Before we do that, though, uh, just a question. Did you see what was down in the in the, uh, the catacombs? The sarcophagus with vampire scratch marks on the inside of the lid? Ah, oh, so it was a... Okay. Oh, yeah. Vampire. Long Retreat gone. the night. Yeah. Gone, though, right? Like, it should be gone. I mean, it, was it there when you got there? No. no. Then it was not here. And I'm fine with that. Okay. So I think we have a plan. Mm -hmm. Alright. You guys get ready to go to sleep and enter uh, the second part of the session. Huzzah! Let me offload the file. Alright. You guys go to sleep. Uh, sleep, finally. Hooray! Communal sleeping. Huzzah! And as surely as night and day, you wake up in the dark. Do we wake up with the stuff we surrounded ourselves with again? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so yeah, you guys wake up um, in absolute pitch black dark. The ground is cold and poking into your back. If your hands are splayed out, you can feel the uh, the igneous rock that's salty and also like kind of sharp against your skin. There is the smell of um, like cold, fresh air blowing over your faces. It is moist in here. There's also a kind of musky, earthy scent coming from somewhere. Uh, you're in the dark. God damn it. The plan didn't work, guys. Are we alone or together? You're all together. You can hear each other talking. You have whatever you were wearing on your body. I assume we all went to sleep with lanterns at least, right? Any of you? Yeah. All yeah, the gear. Do you have like... that, or was it, is it just what's on our body? Are you feeling around? Yeah. Feel around? Yeah. You can feel things around you. Things that feel familiar. Cold to the touch. Damp. Shit. Well, I mean, lanterns should be fine. Oil-based. Like, yeah, the lantern you find nearby is the lantern you had previously. Wow. What was your lantern you had previously? What was your lantern, Peter? Hmm. Did you write it down? I probably did. Somewhere. What about you guys? It's an alchem alchemical concoction that was pumping fluid from one end to the other and phosphorescent. Mine was liquor. Burning liquor. Mine was mollusks. Mollusks. Yep. Alright, we're able to get your lanterns up and running. Shake those things up. Shake those fuckers up. 
Yule asks, Do we have the vague, the vague, um, you know, some of its light, some of its dim, some of its ambient, sickly unnatural colors of your lanterns up. Are the maps around us? Yeah, everything's around you. You have a little area, a little base camp. Okay. Priscilla has a lamp. It's a um, mesh bag with a skull in it, and there's something moving inside the skull, giving off light, even though... Even though the skull is in the way of the light, the light is moving through the skull, through the mesh, perfectly. It's kind of... it hurts to look at. Mm-hmm. But it makes you feel like um, like you're chewing on metal or aluminum. Yeah. Okay. There's something inside the skull you can see flittering about. Okay. So, she knows Gerard better than anyone else. If we're in this area, where should we head? Where would he be? Would he head towards the surface? Would he head far down? I don't know the circumstances of him being here. Okay. okay. Well, have you been in this specific area before? The last time we came here before you? She, like, with her lantern looks around, not seeing any ceilings or walls. Oh, this place? I'd recognize it anywhere. I mean, this is so distinct. Okay. Yeah, the floors, though. The floors we can see, at least. Well, they're different than the world we had. Because hmm. we're in a very different area, I guess. Because ours had, the, like, rock in them with long falls down, and this is... Well, let's pick a direction. Hmm? Yeah. You smell that? It's like, um... It's familiar. Well, is it a basic smell? Acid? No, it smells like plants. Well, it's probably a good sign. Growth. Yeah. Good enough for the direction. Go with those leads. Yeah, I can't rely on sight here. I guess we'll have to rely on the other other bits. Yeah, I guess it would make sense that if you'd be here not really on sight, you'd have braille maps because yeah, you couldn't decode anything. Okay. How detailed were the maps we got? Was it just rooms and caverns and basically navigation directions? Not like uh, like some of it is maps of like the surrounding area, but most of it is like how to get through, like how to head to a specific point. Okay. But we have to find where we are specifically before we can. A frame of reference. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Did any of them mention smells? Uh, one of the maps, like, one of the, the directions indicates a sort of hub that's a, uh, stream. And there's, like, marks that, that indicate it's a safe place. Plants grow near water, so... Try and head towards the smell. Yep. Sniff about and go like the dogs we are. Yeah. Also, like, lighting, like, little torches and kind of just hurling them in front of you. Hmm. Yeah, we have to move pretty quickly though, because once these lanterns start burning out, it's gonna. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm just. Uh, all right, yeah, you continue on forward. Um, the ground is volcanic looking, like it was looking before, like that, that kind of pockmarked stone, but there's not those long vertical slices. Um, you hear the sound of rustling around you as you're heading forward. Like, things above you are moving. I'm gonna get out my axe. Just in case. Sure. Um, Continuing on down. 
the floor is starting to slope, and eventually your light uh, starts showing kind of reflective surfaces, like you're nearing a wall. Cool. Reflective, though. The stone is is bouncing light back. Polished stone. Polished or wet. Is there anything on the map, on the map that indicates a mirrored area, a mirrored stone? When you get close to it, it's not really mirrored. It's just damp, but the the rock is holding moisture, like a sponge. Maybe we're under the stream, like or oh. close to it. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. Like what? Pumice? Or we have those volcanic stone? Yeah, like pumice stone. That's yeah. exactly what I've been trying to describe. And I say igneous or volcanic. That's the word. Hmm. It's kind of like uh, when we got really far down in the mine. How does the water smell? Fresh. Pick mm-hmm. left or right, and let's go along the wall. Uh, the wall itself has a uh, fissure going through it when you get to it, mm-hmm. and it looks like um, like Priscilla takes the lead and starts like shimmying up the fissure using it as like a staircase. That's smart. Fairly easy climb, or I mean. If you're used to climbing. Does she have any rope? I do. Okay. So yeah, I'll go up after her and haul a rope down. Yeah. Tie yourself up and still going. Also have climbing. You have climbing? Yeah. That's a miracle. <laughs> I will tie the rope around me and then give a couple tugs and wait to lift be him up. up. Lift you up like the dead weight you are. Yeah. Smacking him about. Yeah. Smashing his face back against the rock. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what's your IQ? 185, 143, 98. I'm your Six. friend. <laughs> oh, I'm the smartest. <laughs> Here's some alcohol. Hmm. Alright, you guys uh, take care of each other. Uh, who's taking the lead on the climbing to carry him up, though? Like, who's Who's in charge of that? I'm stronger, so I yeah. could probably lift him up easier. Do you have climb? Oh, yes. I do have climb. Climb check. If you fail, you're going to drop him. Oh, no. Is there some <laughs> some stuff assist in this game? I think there is, but I don't know the rules for it. So we should probably look that up. Because I guess we care about dropping him. Just a little. I'll I mean... All right, you got a success. So, yeah, here we'll pull up without any problem. Perfect. Any problems? It'd be so easy. (laughs) (laughs) The top of uh, this crevice um, heads to a plateau. Uh, You still don't see a ceiling, but you are up higher than you were before. That's good. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Higher vantage point. Maybe the water was trickling down from here. Maybe the creek is nearby. Could be. You do hear uh, the sound of, like, water running nearby. Oh, cool. We should head towards that. And uh, kind of like a splashing sound. Ooh, fish. Spare mollusks? <laughs> My god. That means we can refill our lanterns. Quick, cut yourself. I mean, next time, just sleep in the yourself. wine barrel and just start pouring into your lantern. That sounds like a waste. Oh, I mean, but... Burn. A whole cellar of the wine, so. Have to be some very, Ooh, very potent rolls. wine. <laughs> Alright. Um, as you're heading towards the splashing sound, eventually um, 
you come across a dive, like a carving into the into the stonework, and there's a pool there. Cool. Is like, this on the map? Uh, not that you can see. There's a lot of like individual bits of water and stuff, and like rivers and like split offs. Right. But you're getting close to narrowing it down. Oh, uh, so yeah, as you're like coming with your lanterns, lanterns are pushing back against like the darkness that's around and revealing kind of whatever's in its periphery. But like it's always kind of flickering in and out, just not the lanterns flickering out, but like the light, because this place is oppressively dark. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's this pool. Um, the pool isn't flush. It, it, it's kind of like a. Um, what am I trying to describe? It's a crater. Like a, like a bowl, and the water doesn't sit flush against the bowl. It actually goes up like a hump almost um, at the middle of it and sits in that crater, and it's kind of like rippling. Like it ripples across and has like little white spots in it. The water's kind of like a weird toothpaste blue. Like a spring? Like a spring, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, I'll get closer and see if I can visually identify. Like, all right, when you get like really close to it, all those white spots kind of like gather near your light. And uh, at that point, the water uh, isn't water because it's actually a large translucent bear <laughs> reaches out with a claw to swipe at you. Oh, I withdraw. <laughs> oh, oh, we're in combat now. Okay. We're here. Okay. This is where we've gone. It's a bear dance. Allow me to pause while we set up. All right. So what we're doing is we've dealt up cards, and the uh, water bear is going to attack you first, ignoring his card order. And then everyone can go in their normal orders. That's all. Okay. So he is coming at you with fight. This is... You're good. Wait, no. Wait, what's your parry? Two? Two. Oh, get fucked. He rolled a two. (laughs) Oh... Oh, get absolutely <laughs> fucked. Yeah, you need a one to not hit me. Ooh-ee. What a season. Uh, nine. To your toughness of uh, six, so you gotta make a spirit save. My toughness is five. So... Oh, I'm, no, it's six. Oh. It says here. What is... Um, unless that's your old sheet, in the battle sheet. Um... Yeah, Peter I'm sure it, it should be fine. <laughs> I'm joking. How is your toughness derived? I think two plus... I mean, whatever. either way, you're going to be rolling a, a spirit save. Uh, can I spend pennies to reduce the wounds? Will that help me? Uh, let's... Okay, so uh, Phineas got hit by the water bear. It did a wound and shaken. He spent a Benny to soak it, which meant he rolled a Vigor check to get rid of the one wound, which also limited it shaken. And he did. So you're good. All right. Initiative time from the top. Eight. The bear has a five. I've got an eight. Um, You go first, because diamonds trumps uh, clubs. Okay, so I should probably... Uh, Should I spend inspiration to get us plus two to all the rolls for the turn? All the traitor rolls? Yeah, go for it. It's the end of the session. Yeah, sure. So what counts yeah. is a trait roll? Oh, a trait attack. roll is uh, you're attacking, uh, your your rolls with your attributes and stuff. Something yeah, not damage though. Yeah. Okay. So uh, the water bear, as it rises up after clawing you, is this big gelatinous thing with the face of a star mole, um, but its skin is made of like jello basically and slime, 
and all those white spots are moving around it, which are basically its little mitochondria, powerhousing it around, making it stronger. <laughs> uh, its claws are made out of coral and uh, sharpened keratin and dead cell tissue that's kind of <laughs> woven together into rending blades. Oh, no. And uh, that star mole mouth is just leaking acid. Oh no. That sounds awful. So, Phineas! How did we get here? <laughs> yeah. Um, I am going to bolt it with my bovine attitude recalibration device. Oh boy. Oh boy. Louie. Roll it. Go for it. And I think I am going to charge it and fire the three bolts, which is three, four, plus a wild die. All right. What's up? Take the shot. And we get plus two to everything? Yes. So that would be a three and a four and a six. So it's an eight. Eight. And then the last one, a three. So, so two threes, a four, and an eight. So your four hits it, and the other one is a raise. So you do one normal damage and one damage plus the, a d6. Uh, its toughness is ten, if that matters. That's for applying the damage? Well, you hit it on... F okay, I'm sorry. I, I got... We're still learning. All right, so these, this is the hit roll. Yeah. yeah. So you had to hit four. Okay. Yeah. And if you got a raise, you had plus 1d6 to the damage roll. Yeah. So one is just a straight hit, and one is a hit with a raise. Yeah. Perfect. So first damage. Toughness 10. You have to breach 10. Okay. So this is the just regular shot. Okay. So that's oh. 10. Okay, that's that triggers it. 15. 15. So 10 and a raise, so... So... If it's a thing that dies, and then... Oh yeah, it dies. Okay. Huh. It wasn't a wild card. It was just an example of fauna. You definitely yeah. want to fight 15 of these. But it still uses three charges. Yep, which we'll keep track of for next session. Uh, so Phineas, what does the cattle prod look like again? <coughs> um, it's a long tubular device with uh, a lot of glowing dials. <clears throat> with a lot of glowing dials and almost unnecessarily whirring gizmos and gears that ends in one of those, uh, you know, those like electrical discharge things that are like a tube with a ball on the end. Yeah. And a lot of rings. Cross, around. Like, a Tesla coil. Yeah. Yeah, a Tesla coil. A Tesla coil. And you... Speak to and you point at the water bear and just... Yeah, and just uh, charge it to full and zap off three rapid-fire bolts, which a is... that a cadavera. Yeah. Uh, it, all of it's like a clear blue surface skin, much like egg or other rich protein substances, goes milky white and uh, sticky. And the thing kind of seizes up like a large uh, rotten gummy bear and drops. Shit. Told you. You do sell it to the military. <laughs> You're, you're a one-man army, Phineas. I'm going to run out of charges one day. Ravenloft is not prepared for lightning guns. <laughs> you're not Gaius. <laughs> but, oh, man, the lightning makes a bunch of light. That's so, fun. like, the whole area you're in is illuminated by strokes of God's own thunder. 
Uh, everything knows where we are now. Okay, one, <laughs> yes. Uh, two, you're able to see further when that happens after the cascade of yeah. light, and um, you're able to see uh, upstream off in the distance, like it reflects mm-hmm. off a of light and then sparkles. But also, that's kind of the only thing you see. There's no ceiling. Or... That's where we were headed. So. Bats flying up high in the sky. Uh, there was something above you if you were looking. Yeah. Something big, maybe 30 foot wingspan, just flying overhead when that happened. With... 50, 60 legs. Who that was told not to look up? One of us was told not to look up. <laughs> up or down? But yeah, Rain. the water bear is slain. Huzzah! And it's the four of you hanging out uh, with your with the river off in the distance, which we'll say you guys head to and reach. Uh, there's a stream. It has a description, which we'll get into next week. Hmm. I'll, I'll turn off the fucking combat horror music. Good lord. So, do you manage to use your... I didn't search anywhere, so no. Yeah. Oh no, you didn't get your thing. You can hold on to my thing. No, I don't think so. I think you got a new one at the end of it. We'll look it up. Yeah. If it turns out to be the case, it'll happen. If not, whatever. It's fine. Mm-hmm. We'll figure it out. You must be rewarded for your cool little card. Yeah. You guys got the standard amount of XP, which I don't know what it is because I haven't gotten that far yet. <laughs> level after five sessions again. It's only been like five sessions in total. So Yeah, yeah so we leveled the second time. Yeah. Wait, you've ranked up already? Yeah. No, not ranked up. We just oh, gained yeah, an advance. Will, I we don't will. understand what it means. An advance means you get to buy a trait or something like that. Yes. Oh, they, and they, so many advances become It's like essence, Devin. You level, yeah. well, your essence goes up every now and then, right? We level up at 15 XP, but we get incremental rewards on the way there. Cool stuff. You rank up at 15 XP, yeah. and yes. then you get advances. Because I remember this from Savage Rift. <laughs> so are you guys at uh, a new rank? We're at no. 10 right now. We're not in a new rank until 15. We're just going to go to advance. Okay, so two or three sessions and you'll hit there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Once I get a handle on the XP and stuff, I'll probably give out more, like on different odd sessions or whatever. I'm not, just not there yet. Maybe mm-hmm. we'll finish something. Yeah, I'm just not there yet. Like, hey, for this one, I will give out three, because you found what's your name. Hmm. Okay. So it's two, three. Huzzah. We'll figure it out as we're going along. But hey, how'd you like the combat? It's pretty simple. Also, we also listeners recorded the Wolf Combat uh, the same day as this session from last session. Spoiler alert. So in total, holistically. I mean, it's good when we're not getting hit. That's for sure. Yeah. I don't want to find out what happens when we do get hit. (laughs) Right. It seems balanced towards alpha striking for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, especially since we're wild cards, so we got three HP and everything else has one. So Mm, that's okay. Yeah. It, it's definitely, uh, it's much faster than I thought it'd be. I mean, if you could do Alpha Strike, AoE, and just hit all the foes, and... Rapid Fire, Lightning Guns. Or just guns. Actual guns. Real guns. Fuck your parry. I have a gun. Guns are, guns are amazing. Guns are really rough in this case, you know, because... Line of sight. Yeah, and it takes uh, 20 points to become a seasoned character, actually. So you're novice right now, right? Yep. And at 20, you're seasoned? Yep. And that's that's the jump. There's nothing in between. No, just an office to uh, seasoned. Oh. Okay. When you're at seasoned, you guys get two cards every session because of Ravenloft rules. Mm-hmm. Order one, five, fifteen. I think I'm going to buy those. Because every five you get uh, an advance. Right. Okay. Yes. All right. So yeah, by the end of tomorrow we'll get another advance or next session. <laughs> anyway, we will call it there, listeners. We're learning Savage Worlds, and it's pretty fun. 
So, I was Devin, Tyler, Kevin, and Peter. And this is sponsored by Nobody, signing off.